Welcome to Streamerology, where two dudes provide gaming news and streamer clues. I am the DBSS, also called Dibs. I work in IT, I moderate, I play games, and our lovely co, our lovely host, our other half of the stream here on Streamerology, Bad Merc. I'm Bad Merc. Um, I study a lot of marketing. I also uh, do clothing, graphics, um, from all the other stuff. Um, today's topics, we're going to be discussing a lot of different streaming topics, uh, as I repeat myself numerous times. Anyways, we're joined today with our uh, special guest as a uh, mixer partner. And that's your cue, Dibs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here, I'm here. That would be our uh, one and only drama queen. And she has been partnered since April 2019. She streams every day except Wednesday from 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And currently is at 13.4K uh, followership. Hi, guys. How are you doing, Drama? I'm good. How are you guys? Oh, you doing know, excellent. you know, first, first show uh, is going to be a little rough yeah. as soon as we get the, uh, the intro landed <laughs> down. Yeah, I got to work out the kinks. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, um, so do do you have any idea what we're doing exactly? A little bit. Ask me questions. Do you do you know these questions? No. Oh, absolutely wonderful! Because guess what we're starting off with? Lightning round. <laughs> Lightning round. Oh, please don't ask me what my favorite song is again. <laughs> Are you ready? <laughs> Are you ready? Yes, I'm ready. Let's All go. All right. What's your favorite restaurant? Ooh, Chili's. Favorite food? Okay. Pizza. Favorite game? Left 4 Dead 2. Favorite color? Green. Cat or dog? Come on. Do I have to choose? <laughs> yep, yep, you gotta choose lightning round. Cat it's or dog? Lightning round. Cat, cat. <laughs> Squirrel or chipmunk? Oh, a chipmunk? Squirrel or chipmunk? A chipmunk. Okay. Favorite dessert? Chocolate. Tropical island or mountain range? Mountains. Otters or sea lions? Otters. Favorite knock-knock <laughs> joke? Knock-knock. Who's there? Who's there? Orange. <laughs> 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 that sounds uh, awful familiar. Yeah, right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> or orange shoe. Okay. Uh, would you rather be a dragon or a mermaid? Mermaid. Mario or Sonic? Mario. Celebrity crush. Shawn Mendes. Could a woodchuck Chuck Norris? Who's Chuck Norris? <laughs> what? <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is Streamerology. The, we're going to go ahead and end episode one right here. Uh, we have to educate Drama Queen about who Chuck Norris is. We have to educate her about Chuck Norris's legend. <laughs> so, um, so there you go. There's a lightning round. Kind of ease up the little stuff there, but we're, we're going to get on to um, a lot of different topics. We're going to... we. We sit here and thought about the different questions that a lot of streamers ask, a lot of people who are wanting to start streaming. Um, 
but we figured that it would be a good thing um, to kind of have guests up here every once in a while. Today, the benefit of us is you have someone who is modding a lot in a lot of different channels. Like you Yo. said, he's uh, doing IT. Um, someone who is understanding um, the stats on the market. Uh, honestly, spends hours just looking at the stats. Um, and then we have someone who started off as a streamer and grinded their way and worked their asses off to become a partner on a platform. So, three different perspectives of everything. Um, and we're just going to talk about those uh, just in general. So, here we go. The, the first question um, that we're going to cover is what misconceptions do you think people have about streamers? Anyone can answer. Well, I think the first one is people think it's easy to stream. It's easy to create content that you can just press a go live button and just start from the rip. And that is a huge misconception. Um, I also, for some reason, a lot of people think streamers just have money just floating around. Not every single streamer is like loaded. We're all like, not all streamers are just Ninja or Shroud, even if you have just like between like 20 to 100 viewers or more. I definitely more. think that a big misconception oh. is the fact that what Snoo Snoo said is that we have a lot of money and it's super easy to stream. It is one of the hardest things I have ever done. Um, it is very mentally draining, emotionally draining as well. And it's a lot of work and a lot of effort and a lot of time off stream as well that we put in uh, to make our stream as great as it can be for the people who take the time out of their day to watch it. Yeah, it's because when you're a streamer, you're your own IT person, you're your own marketing, you're your own everything, you're your own C-level staff, you're your own CEO, CIO, uh, CFO, you operate your financials, your your tech, everything, your budget, your, your everything, no different than you would be if you owned a small business, if you started up a pizzeria or something. Mm -hmm. Right, um, and I, I mean, to, to go along with that, um, with being a streamer, um, like someone in the chat just said uh, about they assuming that they have all the equipment. A lot of us have started off with bare minimum and so forth and just had to grind and um, save up, eat uh, peanut butter sandwiches and ramen noodles uh, to try to afford cameras and everything else. But um, yeah, it's, you know, it's, I think, I think a lot of the successful streamers out there will end up being, um, I guess, having some sort of team behind them. Uh, with like saying the mods and so forth that kind of help with the chat um, but you know it's I don't I don't think people realize uh, that if you don't have your skill under graphics or video editing you start learning that or you have to reach out to people to do so um. <laughs> and that you know that that bounces back around to your rate of investment every uh, other yeah, it bounces back to your rate of investment. Like, what if someone can do something better than you, but you're a better entertainer than that person? It is worth your time to invest your time and money for that person to do what they're good at and let you do what you're good at. It has a greater return. That's why it's ROI, your return on investment. Absolutely. So, um, you know, to, to kind of go into that, um, what are some of the most rewarding aspects of streaming? I definitely have made a family out of my stream. Um, I feel like that I have met so many people through stream. Um, 
partners, non-partners, people that are just in the community in general, I feel like that I have grown more as a person with my community. So definitely the community, 100%. Mixer community is one of the best communities I have ever been a part of. What about you, Dibs? Uh, I would say the community. Uh, getting to know people in the community and making genuine friends, that's something I never thought that I would have joining a streamer community. When I first started out, I started out on Twitch around January 2019, and I had a rough go at it. Um, I couldn't find any communities that I vibed with. I couldn't find uh, any any friends. It was very difficult to make friends for me on that platform, and I'm not trying to bash Twitch at all. It, there's still wonderful communities on there. I just never found the one that was right for me. So, um, uh, you know, when Ninja came over to Mixer, I decided, well, what, you know, let's see what all the fuss is about. I came over to check it out, and I found something completely amazing. And it, it led me to meeting all these wonderful people. It led me to meeting the drama queen. It led me to meeting Bad Merc here. Um, and I, I think that that's something that I wasn't expecting was being able to make friends. And, and, that, and it's more than just like, than just like internet friends, I guess you would say. We actually, we play games. Um, we hang out, we chat, we talk, we send memes. It's outside of stream too. Like we still communicate outside of stream regularly, but we also see each other inside uh, streams as well. Right, right. Um, so I would say on my uh, perspective is I, yes, I have actually had a lot of, um, made a lot of friends out here. I've been able to, um, I've got a lot more gaming buddies out here as well. Uh, I've got a guy from, um, from the UK, Brava, who, I mean, we're, we're across the world from each other and, but we've gamed, uh, I've picked up a couple of new games, uh, that I probably wouldn't have played at before. Um, but yeah, I mean, I went up to PAX West here in October and there was a couple of people out there that was like, Eric, what's up? I'm like. What's up? <laughs> but it was cool. And, right. and then there's a lot of uh, people out there that, um, like I said, I just made friends up there. Uh, another guy uh, with the streaming thing, Daddy Robot, I'm going to give him a big shout out. Um, he and I, we've, you know, friended each other and we've actually ended up developing an app and uh, a lot of different things. It's It's just really cool how you can, like, network very widely now like it almost feels like any state i go to i have someone that if i were saying a bind or whatnot there would be someone there that would be like oh hey i got you cool so well i also feel like chat chat saying building a community and um you get to meet people from all around the world and um Farian's right you don't even have to stream you can just come hang out and watch mixer you still make friends you still you still get the same benefits if you're streaming or not streaming you get to meet all these wonderful people i also think another thing that i've gained from mixer overall is just my my wealth of knowledge has expanded and saying hello there daddy robot hey that's voice ben it's good to see you guys thank you for coming in um i did want to say that everything i i I've, everything i've learned from mixer is accelerated what I would have done on my own, trying to just research things through the internet, through YouTube, um, through forums and chat forums and and uh, troubleshooting forums. Uh, it accelerated it much faster. Just being able, being a moderator 
for a partnered streamer for for a few partnered streamers i've learned quite a lot just from that aspect as well because you get into the mindset of of uh how they how they think and how they want to how they you know want their stream to be seen how they want to be known you get the name and the branding and it's a completely different aspect from being a normal viewer to being a streamer right um see so yeah, i'm trying to um trying to do some troubleshooting here live uh with this as well one thing that we forgot to do because we we want to bring uh everybody in here because we're going right. to be covering a lot of different things um Anyways, um, what, what was what was the next question we have? Oh, here you go. Um, so for everybody here, what's one thing you would tell yourself when you first started streaming compared to what you know now? Uh, don't everybody answer at the same time. I see, I see drama queen. I see drama queen over here with the cogs turning. <laughs> I see her. I'm just looking at seven of seven and just say quit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, right, right. So, um, so I would say like getting into it from from everything that I know now of it. Um, from just watching different people, looking at the uh. I guess, like I said, the, all the stats and everything else. Um, I would say, I guess I, I would tell myself, like, man, do you really know what you're getting yourself into? Um, drama hit it on the head earlier because it is, it can be mentally draining and everything. But it's, there's a big, I would say, kind of ties in with our first question, the big misconception that your viewer count um some people fall into that trap of that showing what your worth is, and that's not the case. Um, there's the, you're, you get uh, a lot of trolls that come in and do stuff, and you know it's you, you got to be rooted pretty well because people on the internet they can be a little vicious. Um, but I, I mean, I guess I wish I would have told myself to um, have money saved up so I can afford all this fancy equipment. But yeah, I guess that would, that would be uh, would be all my. Um, for me, I didn't I didn't even know I would like streaming or not. Uh, I started on my PS4 and I just live streamed to Twitch off the PS4, and um, it was an experience. It was it was very difficult. It was very difficult, and it it doesn't it takes so much time. It took me maybe three or four months before I got a single viewer. So I was constantly just talking to myself in stream over and over and over and uh then finally finally one day i got this guy i was streaming i was jurassic park just came out the jurassic park game where it's like uh, you build your own theme park and you can create your own dinosaurs on that and i got someone in there who was called dinosaur dan it was something like that and the dude just came and started giving me random dinosaur facts and i was like where in the world like where in the world do you experience this where you play a game and you have someone that wants to come hang out with you uh, and you can chat about dinosaurs. So that was kind of like the first time I was like, "This is I like this. I, I, I enjoyed the the two I had two viewers. I still remember their names. And um, unfortunately, they didn't come to me with Mixer uh, over to Mixer. 
I still remember them though, and I miss them, but they're on Twitch. And those are my first two viewers I'll never forget uh, that just had coming to hang out that experience. And since I've moved over to Zoo Mixer itself, I've kind of started growing and building a community. It's a bit difficult when you first start out. Um, so it takes some time to, to build up that community. Drama, but, you uh, haven't answered yet. Yeah. One thing I tell myself is definitely make sure that you are mentally prepared, as I always say, a uh, huge mental health person over here, but also make sure that you have a strong support system, not just inside a stream, but outside a stream, because you're going to need it. You're definitely going to need the people in your yeah, life to support you and agree with the path that you're choosing. It wasn't easy getting my parents on board when I was like, I want to try streaming, you know, they're very much into the, what is that? Why, what people watch you play video games? What, what is this kind of, you know, but it was definitely very awarding whenever they finally were like, you're actually doing something well with yourself. And they got to see how I built myself as a person. And I was better whenever it came to being socially interactive with people letting people in and being able to not only increase my gameplay but be a role model for people so definitely if I were to tell myself whenever I first started out instead of keeping it like a big secret like it was shameful at first because it, my parents didn't agree with it so I didn't think my friends would agree with it you know it was one of those things where it was like you're a gamer girl definitely would just be like be more embraceive of it because it's a great journey that you're about to take a part of yeah good 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 uh good points there uh the other thing would uh while we were sitting here talking uh, i would say understand time management time management is very important um yes and then i didn't i didn't really answer the question i was just blabbering on about my experiences so to answer the question um, one thing that I would tell myself, I would tell the wee dibs back in the day, like almost a year ago, is um, to loosen up, I guess. I was really, I was really tight. I was really like, oh God, when I did get one or two viewers, I was so tense. I was like, oh my God, I have to keep talking no matter what. I have to say something to keep them here. No, you can be yourself. There can be moments of silence. It's natural. It's natural. If there's moments of silence, they just want to hang out and chill with you and then let things come up naturally. Because if you try to force conversation, if you try to force to just keep talking and talking and talking, it, it makes you look nervous. You're incoherent. And people leave. They're like, what, what the hell's wrong with this guy? So I'd be something that um, I would definitely tell myself is to just kind of be yourself. Like, I mean, as, as corny and as cheesy as it is, be yourself. Yeah, cringe alert. <laughs> yeah, a little cringy. But so, I mean, it, I still think it's solid advice. So to to continue on with that, guys, um, how do you think streaming is going to change in the year 2020? Let's, let's start off with drama on this one. <laughs> Thanks, Pot. Do you mean within the platform or in general with every platform? With everything. Everything. Okay, I just want to make sure. Um, definitely think that it is going to just continue to grow because from i'm not i hate to say this but i didn't know what streaming was until fortnite you know fortnite just come out and everybody hopped on the streaming wagon and now that fortnite is kind of paved the path into streaming for more people it's just going to continue to grow and there's going to be more variety and growth as well 
So with that being said, I really think that more people are starting to understand what live streaming is. And it's kind of like a movie. It's kind of like a TV show. So I really think that more people are going to come in and start embracing the new streaming element that has come across in the last three to five years. So I really think that in the next year, 2020, that it's probably going to be a very defining moment in streaming. All right. I think I think streaming um, as an industry is going to start evolving too. Uh, just this past year, you'll notice that there's been a ton of new uh, gear coming out just for streamers. We've seen was that the mixer XLR or the the soundboard. There's I forget the name of it. There's the fancy expensive soundboard that's like five hundred dollars that has been proven and tested by many streamers, and they love it. It's becoming an absolutely necessary piece of gear for streaming. You also have the Elgato Stream Deck. You have gaming companies making microphones. Like right here, we have HyperX making microphones. Uh, I, I think there's a lot more to streaming. You see businesses rising up too. You see a lot, a lot of uh, graphic design companies um, mm -hmm. owned. You see owned, and then uh, there's a, there's a few others that are on the like Streamlabs OBS. You have different companies making those graphics. You have different companies making music and streamer alerts. I think there's a lot of untapped. Uh, untapped things that can be utilized to create new businesses around streaming and this type of entertainment as well. So yeah, I think I we're going to see a lot more innovation. I would, I would absolutely agree with that. Uh, you're kind of getting hitting it there on the head. The, um, a lot of the companies have been releasing a, a lot more stuff. You've had uh, Logitech, you've had uh, Corsair, um, and then they're acquiring each other. Um, and I would say on the marketing side that streaming or live streaming is still a vastly untapped market. Um, just yeah, recently, definitely. have you started seeing a lot more companies reaching out to actual streamers to do stuff? They've been running some ads on uh, different platforms, but now they're starting to actually integrate the streamers in with it. Um, I can say recently that was trending was the coca-cola ad and they were going through and helping doing partners with uh, the twitch people and um a lot of companies haven't reached that we've had another company that their entirely um business model um was reaching out to streamers and um getting the streamers to kind of promote the product and that was uh jerky xp um their entire platform is simply based on reaching out to other streamers and gamers um to increase the sales and get the awareness so i think in 2020 we're going to see um hopefully a lot more companies come out and uh really start reaching out whether it's sponsorships or they just um ask the streamers to hey can you promote this product and we'll pay you x amount of dollars which i think that would be beneficial to um all streamers um no definitely I, I, well, I will also say with uh, with the uh, Ninja and Shroud coming over to Mixer and switching platforms, that was a huge dynamic shift in the uh, streaming industry. Um, that started having people actually come through with um, contracts. Uh, there was companies that didn't even eye Mixer that are now eyeing Mixer. Uh, Shroud single-handedly brought Stream Alerts over. Not Stream Alerts, uh, Stream Elements. Self-plug. Um, anyways, uh, so with, with that, um, I was having a discussion the other day and we were talking about, uh, something that Microsoft itself could do, um, 
that would be a game changer in my opinion. Uh, on Mixer here, we have the uh, mix play, all right? So people can press buttons and you know Definitely. make gifts and all that other stuff. Uh, there are a few games that already have it integrated into it, and where while the streamer is playing it, the viewers can actually change the game pace live. So um, with Minecraft, you can uh, cause things to happen in the game in real time. Um, there's another game called Descenders that um, you're doing mountain bike, but your viewers can literally cut the brakes and just change the, your gameplay just right there on the spot. So my my thought was like with Microsoft coming in and buying all these different studios, I think a, a big game changer would be if they actually um, asked or enforced them to integrate the mix play. So now that all the games are coming out would be um, you have that implemented, which would drive more traffic over to Mixer and so forth. Um, I see that Divs has uh, Borderlands in the background and uh, Twitch actually integrated a thing with it uh, so the viewers can vote if the streamer was going to succeed on a boss battle or whatnot. It caused and essentially, a lot more interactivity. Yeah, it it created interactivity and plus it rewarded not only the streamer but the viewers as well so the deal was with the uh twitch integration if no if you're not familiar with that what they did for borderlands 3 was they added a um an overlay they added a program where you could spawn a particularly strong mob boss or you could spawn a strong a strong character in the game to kill the streamer now if it got the streamer's character you got you got good loot you got rare loot you got legendary stuff for your for your Borderlands game, it was connected. You connected it to their platform, and it would give you that loot. Um, on the other hand, you still won as a viewer because if the streamer is able to take out that mob boss, if they're able to take out that boss that you just spawned in, they would. Uh, you could also receive the same loot drops that the streamer received. So either way, the viewer would win, but it created a element of tension between the the viewers and the actual streamer when you're trying to like, oh, we created this super powerful boss. What's gonna happen? Are they gonna live? Are they gonna? Are they gonna? You know, have to respawn. Mm -hmm. Right, right. And I did want to touch back as well on uh, the future of twenty twenty, real quick. Uh, you also still see Ninja making huge moves. Like he still did a thing with uh, was it Adidas. Right. Yeah. Like he had a shoe with Adidas. What other? So that's another thing I wanted to bring up is we, like, are we gonna see more companies? Uh, you mentioned Coca Cola. Are we going to see more companies outside of the gaming sphere, outside of the gaming world, come into this, uh, come to content creators for advertisement um, for their products? Like you see Adidas and Coca-Cola doing it. Are you, is that a trend that we're going to probably pick up on? I, I honestly think so. I honestly think that we will actually see that happen because um, with marketing, the biggest thing was you use Instagram, uh, Twitter, and YouTube. Right, because you wanted to get your product out there to a vast amount of pro uh, people. Now, uh, with the other thing with marketing and the social proof of stuff, which uh, the current generation and younger generations uh, want that uh, validation of, if you have a streamer um, that is promoting a, a product, is using that product live, and they can tell you stuff about it, and if they have anywhere between you know, 10 people up to uh, other ones who have, you know, a couple hundred of thousands. Now, every single one of those see that and they're going, hey, 
that person's cool. I know them. I feel like I have a personal relation with them. They're using that product. I want to use that product. I, I'll tell you right now, the chair that I got that I'm, I'm sitting on right now is because one of my good friends had it. And they told me about it. I'm like, well, yeah, I see it on the stream. And there are these other streamers doing it. Right. I like that chair. <laughs> so. Well, no, it's the exact same. I know exactly what he's talking about. I got a, I got a new desk after about 20-plus years of having an old applied board, plywood desk. It was falling apart. The damn thing was giving me splinters. And I was like, it's time to upgrade. And it just so happened I got the same product from the same person, essentially. I got a new desk. And um, it def there definitely is uh, a certain level of influence it you know it can help you out you're like well i so happen to need a new desk you have this code for it and you swear by their products not only you're gonna you know this person this particular person would say they would represent me if i had any qualms so uh there's a sense of security and everything with that as well and it's right. also a lot cheaper it's also a lot cheaper to you know go to streamers instead of like paying multi-millions for like super bowl ads too i think Oh yeah, that's that's true. Um, actually, I was reading on that that the uh, I believe the I want to say Navy that they're not even spending money on uh, the Super Bowl ads now. They're actually going to be doing their advertisement on the streaming platforms. So yes, I do think we're going to see a shift in advertising a lot more. Um, right. in twenty twenty. So um, here here you go. Now this this is going to be a fun question, <laughs> and we're going to start off with Drama Queen again. Oh my goodness. <laughs> and, I, and I say fun, and I mean that it's kind of sarcastic. Um, what advice would you give someone looking to start streaming? Oh, I love this question. <laughs> I get this question a lot. As a partner streamer, uh, a lot of people actually come to you and ask you, like, what did you do to make yourself be able to come partnered on the platform? And I always give people the same three advice every time because this is what I did and it worked for me. It may not work for them, but I think it's the three guidelines that people should always follow by. And like Snusu has said earlier, I agree 100%, you have to be yourself. Because if you're not personable with people, people aren't gonna wanna come back because if more, like your first 500 followers, you're acting a certain way and then the next 500, you're acting a different way because you were conforming to what you thought people would want to see instead of who you really were people aren't going to want to come back and then the second thing is you always want to stream the games that you were going to be happy playing because you can tell if someone's not happy playing the game like fortnite's the most trending game at the moment for the most part still on mixer and a lot of people still stream it but there are people who have this misconception that if they stream fortnite they're going to get a lot of followers so with that being said, yeah, you can stream Fortnite, but are you really going to be happy streaming Fortnite if you absolutely love the game Apex? So it's really, it's really along the lines of you have to stream what's going to make you happy because at the end of the day, you're going to be yourself and you're going to be happy streaming what you are and it's going to be noticeable and you're quality of your stream is going to be better and the third thing that i always tell people is you have to communicate with your chat time is the one thing i believe you cannot get back in this world and with that being said time is the one thing that people are giving to you in your channel so i believe that as a community member yourself you love it when people talk back to you so talk back to your community as well make them feel welcome make them feel like they're have a home away from home in your stream make them feel like they can keep coming back time and time again. You're going to remember who they were. Absolutely. You're going to remember who, what they said the last time. You're going to remember like, hey, I heard.
I remember that you said that your dad was sick. How's your dad doing now? You know, it's just the little things that matter. It's the little things that people are always going to remember. And all three of those things end up tying together. So at the end of the day, those are my three advice that I always give people. And normally they end up flourishing with it. You know, they have their own little thing. Not every streamer is the same. Every single one of us is different. We have our own brand. We have our own thing about us. I mean, everybody knows me as drama llama. I'm psycho with llamas. So <laughs> with that being said, like, it's your own thing. You have to figure out what you are and what you want to be on this platform. You cannot be someone else. Uh, I also want to point out something really important. Um, just coming from various platforms. Drama Queen is a, is a partnered streamer on Mixer. So her experiences are going to be slightly different from other platforms. Mm -hmm. um, I, personally, like all the platforms are great. They're, they each have their pros and cons. I do want to mention on Twitch, um, it is more difficult at the current moment in time due to the viewership rates to stream games that are popular like Fortnite. You can still get a viewership on Mixer at this current moment in time as of December 30th, 2019. I still think it's viable to come to Mixer and stream and you can build a community from whatever game you want to play here, honestly. Uh, it's going to be a lot more difficult on Twitch. You're going to have to separate yourself from the rest of the the rest of the people, the rest of the streamers. You're going to have to find ways to engage and bring more people in. Um, at the current point in time, Mixer, ha I, I feel like Mixer might be a bit easier to start with, possibly. Although it's either, no matter what, you're going to have to go to even any of these platforms are going to be a grind. You're going to have to work hard on any of the platforms. Um, and I think over time, as Mixer grows that it will become more saturated over time. Right. So um, to go on with that, we are um, with this, um, with the show uh, that we're starting here, we're actually going to offer a streaming tip of the week. Um, and just little things that we've learned over time between modders, asking partner streamers, um, and that's kind of what the, the show is um, kind of all about is being able to get different perspectives on things um, with the, the gaming news and um, which we haven't even uh, hit yet. But um, so I, uh, to answer that question, if someone's wanted to start streaming, what would you tell them? I'm going to say don't. Don't stream unless you absolutely know what you're going to be doing. If you think that all it is is um, sitting in front of a camera playing a game and hoping that people would come in and say hi and so forth, you're going to fail. If you go into there saying that you're going to play a game and people are just going to throw money at you, you're going to fail. You have to provide you know, a decent quality content, whether that's saying you're really good at a game. Now, okay, if you're really good at a game, by all means, sit down in front of a camera, show your skills off. People are going to be like, holy crap, that's amazing. Um, but if you're, if you're just kind of decent, mediocre – you're, you're going to have a difficult time. You're going to have well, to have your uh, personality be able to carry you. I will tell you right now. That, let me put that in perspective real quick, Mirko. I don't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. But just put that in perspective. When you look at Twitch, you look at the League of Legends streamers. League of Legends is gigantic on Twitch. Um, I play League of Legends. There's people, lots of people like League of Legends. It's a fun game. Now, the, the few people that actually stream that are successful on Twitch are pro-level players. And I'm not, I'm talking about above diamond. I'm talking like master challenger tier. These people are, are challengers. And that's like the highest you can get in League of Legends. That is the absolute highest. Um, it, it doesn't even divide between the masters. 
it just has like you know your master level 200 or something like that it's like that in apex mm -hmm. as well apex legends once you hit apex predator um you're gonna you're gonna have numbers you're gonna be apex predator 302 303 304 um so the, the when you do see people playing at a pro level they are the like the cream of the crop they're the tippity top the best that you can get so and uh, that's that's the other thing, um, and I was gonna actually cover this, but someone in chat actually uh, mentioned it. Um, but guys, over at uh, Streamerology, we have a couple of people in the chat there. I know we're kind of broadcasting on two channels because it's the first one. Um, we're gonna be bringing everybody into the Streamerology, and we're gonna have our set days. Right now, looking it's looking like 4 p.m. Mountain Time on Mondays. But you know, um, like I said, the the streams where people are gaming, stopping, looking at the camera, chatting, and then gaming. Every single one of those streams on every single platform from Ninja down to, you know, Joe Schmo Blueberry 36, every single one of those streams have been declining. Um, the ones that have been succeeding are the ones who have, um, I, I guess, somewhat of a, I don't want to say production, but they, they have a meaning behind it. They have a niche. They they meet something in the community, or they add something of value on top of what's already being done. Uh, and if you, I'm so sorry to chime in again. I just want to bring it up. There is a streamer on Twitch that I I used to watch. I used to I used to enjoy watching. Uh, I just don't have the time anymore. I need to drop in on him. I forget his name. It's Banana Guy something. It's an right. Australian dude streaming League of Legends, and he's just gold. I'm silver in League of Legends. I could easily hit gold if I put enough time and effort into it. <laughs> But here, here's the unique thing that he adds. He's not a pro player, but what he does is he he switches characters. He goes into a new character. He put he switches hats. He literally has a he has a different hat. He puts on a different hat. He puts on a different persona, and he reviews as an announcer, uh, as a, so, someone reviewing his own gameplay with the footage that was just done. Because the, the League of Legends records your gameplay, so you can go back and watch. And he analyzes his own plays, and he's fair. He's like, well. I made a, you know, I made a bad decision. I pushed too far into lane. I got ganked. So uh, I should have had, you know, I should have done this, this, and that, and that's what I'll try to implement in my next game. So you see a level of improvement and self coaching and self training, and not only that, but you also have this underdog type thing where you're like, damn, I really want him to get to diamond. I want him to get up and up and above. I want him to get up and beyond. He's doing the time he's doing the work he's analyzing his own plays he's analyzing the other people on his team and the enemy team right so that's something that was really unique that caught my eye when i was you know perusing and browsing all these various thousands of channels on twitch for league of legends so um like i said to to continue on with the like have a game plan um i i will say again a good friend daddy robot and what he's doing um i stumbled upon him and he's like using mixed play the way it should be used you go into his channel, you can control his webcam. You can shrink it, rotate it, his entire stream. You you can make it bounce around like the old DVD thing for uh, you younglings that don't know what that is. Do some research. Best thing that ever happened. I'm just saying, you know, the, the hype movement <laughs> as soon as it hits the corner. But, um, you know, in there, he also has, uh, you can play a maze. He's got the ba uh, secret word of the day so if he ends up saying that word um whoever clicks the or clicks the button gets points on it um to knowing what he's got planned in the future that he is finishing up his uh i'm gonna say studio um and it's gonna be interactive and i have fun over going over there learning seeing all the new things he's doing uh the last time i was over there 
he was working on a jousting game. So the viewers could joust each other, but using the method of rock, paper, scissors to be able to, you know, it's just kind of the variables there. And I think those kind of streams where it's, you're actually giving something um, back to the audience in a way, I think those are going to improve. So um, definitely make sure you have a game plan and something that you can offer back to it. Um, and if you go from doing a lot of charity work or to um, doing competitive, maybe maybe you are just a gamer that is you know gaming and talking whatever, but your game plan is to go ranked and be good at it and people can see your journey and learn from the you know mistakes and so forth. Then I, I think yes, that's going to you know work for you. So um, like I said, with all that, there's a lot of a lot of good uh, good things. But definitely go in there and have a game plan. Do not go into your stream and just pop in on the camera without a game plan. People can see it, right? Like I look at I look at streaming as another job because when you start getting uh, paid, it well guess what you're self employed. But when you go to a job, you don't stand around aimlessly trying to figure out what to do, right? You become a bad employee. So if you put that in perspective of streaming, go in there with the game plan, know what games you're going to play, what objectives you're going to hit, and go from there. Um, with all that, now we're going to direct everything to drama. So we did a lightning round. Um, let, let's get to know our, our, uh, our partner streamer a little bit. Um, so our, our first question to you, drama. How do you okay. prepare for your streams? Hi. The routine. Oh. Yes, the routine. <laughs> I honestly, um, most of the time, if I don't have a game planned um, that day of, I will put a message in my Discord because I love to be interactive with my community. And I do like little emotes. Uh, it was actually Snoo Snoo's idea who he got from years. So I give total credit to a thousand years of Snoo Snoo for this idea. It's actually very interactive with my community. And they put emotes in the chat of which stream or which game I should stream. And so from there, I pick which game they want to see. Or if I already have a game plan, I normally wake up. I go make sure I get everything done around the house. I go hang out. I stress this enough hang out with your family that comes first personal life comes first and the stream will always be there um and then you have a schedule go live at 8 p.m it's pretty much easy i don't really i mean besides network and make sure i keep talking to my community there's not much i really actually do to prepare for a stream just get ready shower make sure i look presentable <laughs> yeah yes always be presentable um <laughs> so uh, if, you want, if you want people to care about you you have to care about you right exactly we'll throw that in there that you yeah like you have to like that's why i said like i made sure i am mentally okay i'm hanging out with my family i am doing so you things. do prepare for a stream in a way you, you prepare yourself mentally and and you get Man, ready i have mindset. to like I said, it is mentally draining. Like you, like you gotta prepare yourself for some trolls, man. They come in there, they're ready, and no matter what platform you stream on, where you go, they're there. All right. So, um, what are your goals for um for twenty twenty? Oh, my goals for twenty twenty is to at least hit thirty k followers. I believe as a variety streamer, it is a little harder for me to grow. 
Um, but I definitely believe that um, my community and how strong it is, is going to be able to hit 30K followers. I would love to uh, advance and have and said, I normally, I am now about 150 subs consecutive per month. Um, I would love to progress a little bit above 200. 200 would be wow. the base. So definitely, I would absolutely love to be able to continue to grow and get more sponsorships and everything. As of right now, I'm an ambassador for Pause, um, which, if none of you guys know, um, is a uh, site um, that takes 10% of their sales and gives it back to uh, homeless uh, dog shelters and cat shelters and everything, um, and they're no-kill shelters. Um, I want to start doing more charity events uh, with mental health. Um, and I would also uh, like to continue uh, with my work with uh, with Streamlutes. Um, it's another, like Mixed Play, it's another way that you can uh, interact with the stream, just like Mixed Play, but instead you have to uh, buy the packs. It's another way that you can get back to your community. I do a lot with that. Um, right now, I am one of the few uh, Mixer partners that is a project uh a recruit manager at the moment and I recruit a lot of people um, to start uh, Streamlit. So I really hope to progress in uh, doing that um, and see where I can go with that as a career route as well. So there's a lot of things that I see that streaming has given me for my future. Awesome. We're going to ask you two more uh, preloaded uh, pre questions uh, that we typed <laughs> up and then we're going to go to our chat um, okay. and get them to uh, ask you some questions. So um interesting one uh what do you think contributed to your success like do you think that previous jobs helped you out with streaming um previous jobs i worked at chick-fil-a gotta love god's chicken um and i worked as a waitress and honestly you know, personally, I do think waitressing helped out a lot and Chick-fil-A helped out a lot. I think everything that I have had in um, my path has actually helped me grow to be a better streamer because I, whenever I worked at Chick-fil-A, I learned to be more thankful, be more appreciative. You know, you, you were trained to be nice whenever you worked at Chick-fil-A. That was one of the best things that could have ever happened to me. Whenever you worked at, when I worked at Chick-fil-A, it was like, oh, okay, I have to say this. I have to be nice. And you know, instead of like, you had to be, it was one of those things. It actually made me build my character and be like, oh, this actually isn't that bad. You know, I wasn't, I'm not saying like, this is actually a terrible thing. There are people that actually worked at Chick-fil-A that were just horrible people. And they actually ended up turning around and being actually very kind hearted people after working this job for a few years, because that was who you had to become. Um, it was very growing. And then working as a server, you had to deal with all kinds of people. You had to deal with the amazing people who were just so loving and so appreciative of all the hard work you did to bring their food and prepare and refill their drinks and run you to death. Then you had the people that would just be horrible and leave you no tip and run you to death and let you know that you suck at your job. So it really was just one of those um, things where it was just like, it prepared me with my people skills and it let me know that people on the other side of the screen were also people. There's going to be kind people. There's going to be rude people. It's just like any job you go into streaming. Some people think it's for fun and they go in there, but people who really pursue this as a job and really want to make something of themselves and a brand, 
it is just like a job. It's just like a corporate job. If you go work and you're going to have a boss mixer and Microsoft are our bosses, we have to, we are paving the path for our brand and everything. So with that being said, yes, I do believe that my jobs before this, and I'm still not full-time, I still work part-time as a waitress. So um, I do believe that it does help pave the path of me being a streamer. And it helps out a lot. Got you. So now with, uh, now that you are a, uh, a partner streamer and some people see you as uh, you know one of the big dogs um, and you're constantly growing, um and i know you get asked this quite a bit and a lot of different streamers get asked this quite a bit okay but now now we're, we're gonna have it on recording right and it's gonna be blasted everywhere look she, she's nervous she's nervous so in fact in fact we'll just make a clip and we'll give this to you you can add it as a command so anytime someone comes in and asks you this question you can just hit a command all right, all right play bet. this clip all right Do here it. we go here we go Drama queen. Okay. When it comes to your stream, how do you select your mods? You have to be loyal to my channel. And when I say loyal, I mean, you have to honestly love my channel and understand what I want for my channel. And I am very easygoing with your schedule. I am very easygoing knowing that personal life happens. I have actually four of my mods on vacation until January. So, you know, I have maybe three of my mods that are there. I'm very understanding. Y'all have personal lives. This isn't what your job is. You guys are honestly giving me so much time and so much love and everything. I have a mod application that I do. I appreciate my mods. I actually have an age limit for my mods because I like to them be mature because they represent my brand. Um, I have a minimum amount of hours that you have to have as well because I believe that the people uh, have to be able to be in the stream for a while again like know what I want for my community because they represent the community they are the backbone of the community they think I I don't do most of the work my mods do my mods get everything like they have to be on top of everything they have to keep the trolls out they have to do the commands and everything i have it easy my mods i wouldn't be where i am without my community but my mods my mods are the reason that i am so successful because if it wasn't for them keeping everything in line making sure that i'm on time you know and loving me and pushing me farther and farther and farther and farther and everything that's why oh well, moderators are an extension of a streamer as well Right, oh, yeah. absolutely. Your moderators represent you, and that is something you have to always remember. So Speaking I, I, of <laughs> I, will, I will say this uh, for anyone who's looking to be a mod, and uh, Dibs can, uh, can uh, validate this. Um, if you are going to be a mod, understand that what you do out uh, on Twitter and Instagram and everything else reflects the streamer that you're modding for. If you are um, modding for a streamer who is, you know, um, that says, you said pause is that what you're doing? Pause, yeah, pause, pause. is the... Uh, so if yeah. you, if, say, say, if someone is modding for you and you're representing pause, but then they go to Instagram or Twitter and then they're showing like these, 
the videos of animal cruelty, that's not good either way. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you, if you show that stuff in, in general, you're, well, you're here for me, you're a shitty person. But it's right. going to reflect that streamer because people will know that you're tied. I've um, I've been tied to A1000 years uh, since my early thing on here, and I'm very conscious of what I do outside on the other stuff. Um, she got uh, sponsored by G Fuel, and I stopped drinking the uh, other energy drinks because I don't want people to go, well, wait, if he is drinking this, does that mean that her stuff isn't actually good? So um, so I was like very conscious of what I was doing because um, I work with A1000 years quite a bit and um, constantly trying to think of different ways to have like uh, a lot of merch and everything out there. Uh, and now that's kind of grown uh, bigger where we're looking to bring in other people in there, hopefully. <clears throat> Drama Queen comes over soon. Um, but nonetheless, uh, it's going to be all that stuff. Um, you you have to be conscious that you are an extension of that streamer. Um, and also with a mod, you're, you're kind of, your focus is to help the chat. Not just you know, striking stuff down, but keep the chat engaging and whatnot. Um, ask them questions. Uh, make and sure that there's, if the there's streamer There's absolutely is... no reason why you can't be a friend with the streamer. or right. uh, not, not with the streamer, but with the actual community itself. Like, you're still friends with the streamer. But when, you, when, you're in, when you're engaged with the community, you get to know them on an individual level. I've actually made several friends, and I mod for a few streamers. I mod for um, the Drama Queen. Down this way. <laughs> and I also mod for A1000 Years um, and, and Persona. And it's more than just, just going around and being like, yo, um, you're you're ban hammered you said something wrong you have to you're actually there to to be like you know cheer on your friend your 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 friend who's streaming right now and you're there to get to know their community and be a part of their community and it's more than just just you know protecting the streamer from all the trolls you are a part of them as an extension with that being said i also avoid i avoid things on twitter myself uh i see things that are clickbaity and i'm like hmm God, I really want to say something right now, but I don't. And right. I control those better behavior. I control those behaviors for the better for myself and the people who I also represent on Mixer. I think the best way to uh, really describe a mod is that they are the backbone, but also the example to lead towards others in the chat because they're the green people. Everybody wants to be the green people. Everybody asks when they come in, like, how are they green? Like what? And then you have to, they have to just be like, they earned this position. They didn't, they weren't given it. They earned it because of who they were in the community. In my opinion. Yeah. Agree. Silent. Um, I can't Bad hear Bad Bad buddy. Eric, Margie. Ah. Ah. <laughs> streamer fell 101 streamer uh-huh. fell 101 don't for- <laughs> sorry so no oh, you're good beauty. that's perfect <laughs> <laughs> um hey look if you want to know common problems that a lot of streamers have forgetting to unmute their mic oh, it, it happens it, it happens lights up <laughs> well see i have a little light here that flashes too but it just so anyways um <laughs> With all the loaded questions that we had, let me repeat everything that I just said. 
um but with all the loaded questions that we had um now is I a chance for the people who are over in streamerology um in the chat and then once we're over in the, the dibs chat um now is the time to ask all your questions for drama queen and, and direct them say at drama queen at merc at dibs um at bot whoever now's your chance to, to ask a question or, or stuff that we can um get the <laughs> the opinion on anybody i think silent kid was talking about uh networking yes networking media as a partner networking as a partner is one of the biggest things because you not only have to network with people that you are now level with because of the partner everyone is the same we're all partners there's no so, one go ahead i was just gonna say I, I have heard lots of things about networking and i did want to bring to attention um i've heard i've heard other people uh we, i listen to a lot of different youtube channels Mm -hmm. And I've also heard some of them talk about networking that, you know, you can only physically manage so many personal relationships. So there's a point between who do you want to have as a friend, which is still networking. But there's mm -hmm. there's two types of networking I think is important to differentiate, which is like a professional level on a, on a polite professional level and then on a friendship basis. Um, I just wanted to point that out. I, I feel like it's important to know that you can only manage so many relationships that if you want to succeed in networking, you need to differentiate those two. All right. I agree. So drama, you were, you were continuing saying about the, how important networking is as a partner. Um, as a partner, um, obviously starting out, you know, you have to learn the basics of networking and how you do that is you watch people who have larger followers and how they do it. And you have to like, see, what they have done and how they have done it to do what they do and be as big as they are. So with that being said, whenever you network as a partner, I also go into younger chats. Up and coming is one of the best sections on this mixer. I have met so many incredible underrated streamers on up and coming. Like there are people who just, are streaming a game that you have never heard of, but they are amazing. Absolutely. Like you would just be so shocked how just kind hearted and amazing and how like awesome they are. And me going in there, I'm just like, I'm just watch, you know, I just watch and see how they interact with the chat. And then eventually I'll be like, Hey, how are you? Like, how you doing? You know? And then I'll just be like, what made you want to start streaming? You know, that is where I want to know. Because some people are like, I think it's just cool, you know? I see my friends doing it. Or there, there's some answers that are just like, eh, but there's some people that are just like, I just love it. And he was like, I just love the connection with people and making a community and everything. And I want to make something of myself. And I just absolutely love that. But networking is so key. And it's so hard to network because there's so many streamers. Like if you just go out there and look at mixerstats.com and look at the amount of live channels that are out there. So, um, fairy night, uh, bot asked, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he goes, um, could you see yourself going to TwitchCon and connecting with Twitch streamers while showing them the mixer side of streaming? Do you see that as something worth your time? I will say, opinion, go ahead. Oh. Go ahead. You? Did he ask you or me? Everyone. He's asking everyone. Oh, okay. Sorry. I thought you said me. Okay. Go ahead. Good. I'm going to stay down here. No, go ahead, Jerome. You, you started. Go ahead. Go ahead. You're our guest. <laughs> um, 
basically i am really huge on it's mixer it's twitch it's d live it's facebook gaming you know pros and cons to each and every one of them as merc mentioned you know but everybody is striving to the same goal and that's to become a content creator and i would love to go to twitchcon and just experience what another platform event is like i would just absolutely love it and you know i'm from mixer you know i can learn things from twitch streamers i can learn things like how do you because eventually mixer is going to be up there with twitch there's more and more people coming over every day when they keep finding out about mixer i mean we have ewok over here now we have ninja we have shroud i fangirled when shroud came over here promise you and um i'm just is just one of those amazing things like you can always grow to learn about other platforms and what makes them successful and everything like that but continue all y'all time dibs uh i mean it depends you can network anywhere um you can network you can meet people you can get possibilities for sponsorships whatever your goals or your ambitions are it can be done at any convention it doesn't matter if it has a particular title or name associated with it. You can go to PAX, you can go to TwitchCon, you can go to the YouTube ones. Um, they're all going, I mean, when it boils down, uh, when it boils down to it, they're all going to be the same type of, um, they're, they're, they're going to be there for the same reasons. No matter what the convention, it just might be, it just might be focused around Twitch or it might be focused around YouTube or Facebook or whatever platform you're looking at. Um, that's where you're going to meet a lot of those people on that end of things. And I've I've already seen cross-platform support. I've seen people from Twitch supporting streamers on Mixer and vice versa. Um, so that is something that already exists. So, so I, I I definitely think it would be viable. But I mean, if you're asking, if you're asking if we're going to go to, I mean, what it sounds like, are you asking if we're going to recruit people from Twitch and try to bring them over to Mixer? Hmm. I don't, I don't, I don't think uh, as far as recruiting because, um, I would say like it's unless you are someone with a, a big fan or not, I hate saying fan, but a big uh, community um on there, and then you go to Switch and it shows the stats that even the the big names you have Switch they've actually lost some people, um when they're Switch over. I mean, if you built your community on one platform and it's working for you, I don't see why switching. Now, I will say, as networking with other, um, like Twitch streamers and so forth, absolutely, I, I would love to work with it. I've actually have already been in talks with a uh, Twitch partner and to try to have them up on the show um, because we are uh, multi broadcasting between here and Twitch um, because. You know, it's just it's kind of a talk show and being able to talk to different people. I mean, hence the reason why it's called streamerology. Um, when we want a different, we want to get different opinions and different right. viewpoints. Yeah, I agree. Um, and then, uh, like I said, I whenever whenever I'm at work and I can't uh, get on Mixer all the time, I'm still looking at all the different trends and so forth, and um, just soaking in a bunch of different information, um, trying to see what technology is coming out for it, um, like understanding that one graphics card has a better encoder than the other one uh what another company's doing so they're trying to like fully eliminate the actual green screen and just all kind of stuff so it kind of ties in with the 2020 stuff um sorry hooting out it, it is a channel it, this is the show that um will be on there we'll, <laughs> we'll have our youtube 
uh, we're, yeah. we're actually going to have this on a podcast as well. So I think that's going to be the the great thing um, with this one. Uh, let's try, try to catch up with some of the thing. Uh, Dr. Dyer said, what jobs did y'all have before streaming? And how did it transition um, to that? Drama Queen touched on that earlier. If you want to kind of do a recap on that one. Um, basically, um, I still work part-time. Um, a lot of people think that whatever you stream, you just get buttloads of money. That is the farthest thing from the truth because you it's spotty pay. Um, we don't get a paycheck from Mixer. It's honestly what your community thinks you are worth giving. And it's the embers and it's 100% based off the community. And, um, some people can do it. Some people have amazing communities. Like I know 100% that Ninja and then that you have some people that aren't like Ninja sicko plays. Um, he is amazing. Um, he has so many subscribers, so many followers, so many embers coming through so many donos and he can live off of a full-time stream. And I have seen him do it and I've seen him grow and it's just absolutely amazing. A thousand years is the same way. So it's honestly one of those things as um, I'm not the best person to answer that because I haven't really transitioned into a full-time streamer. I'm kind of getting there, but um, it's definitely not easy. It's not an easy choice because it's a very spotty place because one, one month you may have upwards of 300 subs and the next month you may have only 150. It honestly, honestly just depends. So, um, uh G Perez fifteen thirty is going back to interacting with chat. Do you feel stream loots will continue to grow? I asked because I have spoke to streamers that regret building that into their channel. They feel that stream loots provide viewers with a sense of entitlement and too much control to change the content people came to see. Thoughts and opinions. Um That's there's a, a lot there's lots of ways as being a project manager with stream loots. I have seen this and y'all know I run stream loots all the time on my channel. Right. Um it's just like mixed play for the most part. Um, you can do silly things, creative things. The way you avoid this is there are several options that stream, uh, loot offers you, um, with being able to put cooldowns on it. The streamer can turn them off for a day. Um, if you really, really wanted to, you can turn them off and only have set days when you use them. I know a thousand years does that. She has, I think two days, maybe three out of the week that she does it. So it doesn't disrupt her gameplay. I'm starting to do where, um, Fridays and Sundays, you cannot redeem the cards so that follower Friday and sub Sunday, the subs and the followers that are there can't, that are trying to play with me, don't have their game affected and everything. So it honestly is just one of those things where it's a, it's a growing company that is investing in streamers that has grown so much in less than a year. So honestly, um, I, I do, I do think that people have the reason to think of that people think they're entitled, but they're not, um, people are not in, um, it's not very much of entitlement as is the streamer's choice on whether they allow the person to think that they have the entitlement and everything. And this is another part of streaming too. Like, like we said, when you start, when you begin, when you become a streamer, you're your own IT, you're your own um, finance, you're your own accountant. The, what she just described, she's her own community manager as well. That's just a, like, that's like five play. things on top of each other. All right, so, you're in full um, control of how it goes. Um, I will, I will say, um, 
coincide with what drama was saying is if you use stream loots have your certain days to, to be able to use it so now ties back into our previous things about if you're getting into streaming it provides something uh, i guess you'd say content worthy um if you if you have your certain days where the cards can be played people know that hey you know what i like using stream loots i'm gonna go over there and i'm, I'm gonna have some fun i'm gonna, I'm gonna uh, i guess you say professionally troll with it right because making them drop their weapons but it's actually providing that that day that people can look forward to um and mm -hmm. you're kind of creating a a small schedule with it um but if you again try to rely on that and, you know that's the reason why other people are not enjoying it because they haven't molded it into what it could be they're just throwing it out there and to see what happens and then they're not enjoying it because they're like oh i just want a game but everybody keeps doing this well set your days up it's going to work out better for you and the audience uh I believe Dr. Dive asked Driver Queen, do you still have a day job? Mm -hmm. I uh, still serve part-time uh, most of the time um, on the weekends. I still serve um, at a local restaurant where I live. Very nice. Chad, is there any more yeah. questions that you guys have for uh, Driver? I saw one come through on Snooze Snooze chat um, about yeah. uh something i don't remember uh exactly it was like 24 hour view botting or something like that i don't remember um let me take a look and i do okay. i do apologize about that we we were not able to co-stream at the moment kind of messed up on that one my apologies so um we, we got one from silent kill um drama oh, queen how oh. do you cope with your own feelings what i mean by that is a lot of people think or perceive a streamer to always be happy or upbeat, essentially putting on a face at times. How do you cope with your own feelings? Definitely coping with my own feelings has been hard. Um, I definitely have had to reach out to other uh, streamers about how to do it as well. It's something that I am still learning uh, to cope with because you really do get in your own head. Um, the reason I started streaming was a stress relief. Um, I absolutely loved it. It was a great way for me to just feel like I had a safe place. Not only am I trying to provide a safe place, it is my safe place. And it is like that for a lot of people. A lot of people that you uh, that are streamers that you don't know about actually do suffer with anxiety and a lot of mental uh, issues where they just feel like they can come to a stream and they can be who they are without anybody truly judging them and people actually accepting them and loving them for who so they are. you'd but, be the captain of your own ship. Like you control yes. things in your own environment. Yes. Um, that is that is how I absolutely love streaming. Um, I feel like that people, like I said, personable. You have to be personable. And it's very, very hard. There are days where I suffer myself. Um, I'm totally okay with saying this with PTSD, OCD, um, and stuff like that. So I, it's hard because you get in your own head a lot of the time. You look at the chat and you're like, nobody's talking to me. Why are they talking to me? And then you go and look at the numbers and you're like, I had this many people in here. Why is nobody talking to me kind of thing? And I suffer a lot with that where, you know, it's just one of those things where as a streamer, you have to just kind of take a step back and you have to be like, you have to find things outside of stream to also help inside stream. That's why um, Snoo Snoo, uh, I actually went to him and I was like, I need something to help. And he actually recommended yoga and it's something that, anybody can do 
um and it helps it i've done it. it it actually helps it's very good relaxing it's stress relieving go outside take a walk get outside being inside and it doesn't it doesn't help um it's a very huge misconception that streamers are always up hap, uh, upbeat and happy like i said it's like a movie it's like a tv show we are providing content for you just like a movie or a tv show would so we are putting on our best faces for you guys no matter what is going on on our personal life or what's going on behind the scenes inside of us because we want you uh to have an amazing uh experience in our streams and forget about what you're going through for a little while as well so it's definitely hard i'm still learning about it myself it definitely helps with um reaching out to other streamers and being like hey what do you do to help you overcome these feelings that you have me i do yoga um i uh take walks i uh play games off stream with uh my moderators and just, i'm away from stream you just have to take a second like fair said listen to the music relax and just realize that it's okay sometimes to not be okay and take time to yourself take time off if you need it to uh and then following ran. up on that that's okay i mean following <laughs> up on that i got a question here from it's latin at drama queen have you ever had an unpleasant situation with another streamer whether that be networking or self-promoting or etc and how did you handle it um I've actually had um, a lot of issues with other streamers. Um, not going to go into many details. Uh, Self-promoting is something that is very much not allowed in, I don't think, anybody's stream, unless it's a follow for follow stream that um, we are now starting to see come up on uh, Mixer itself. Which uh, absolutely does not work. It uh, does not work. You will not get partner doing that. I can promise you that. Um, I can touch on that, too. If we want to, I can tell you what partners look for because I have been denied four times before I got partnered so with that being said um going back to what you said uh self-promotion is definitely something you need to put in your rules um because if they disobey the rules you have uh definitely found a reason to whisper them or tell them that that's not allowed if they keep doing it you can time them out they keep coming back and doing it you have the right to ban them because it is part of your rules um it's not against terms of service um networking has become hard um a lot of people don't realize that it's just like a real job there's in a real job there's a lot of drama and like i said before you represent your brand you represent the company and a lot of people partners included have taken to twitter and caused a lot of drama i myself have succumbed to the drama and i absolutely hate it my name may be the drama queen but i am 100 percent don't drag me into it, please. Um, right. There are people who are jealous of who you are because of how um, you grow, um, how your community stays by you. Um, so it's definitely just one of those things where you need to stay humble in your experience and realize that your haters are your motivator. Um, you're going to have haters no matter where you go and whatever walk of life you do. There are people that take on you know how many people are sitting there and are jealous of and look at him you're gonna have so much 
love and support from so many other people that you just don't need to worry about the haters. They self-promote, ban them. Um, if they're trying to um, take away from your uh, stream and self-promote their stream, you have the right to ban them, 100%. And then I did want to touch, uh, Glitchy Glitchy asked me, hey, Shinu uh, Shinu, what made you start streaming? Mm. I don't have... Um, I mean, my answer is not as cool as other people's might be. I just started because I was like, hey, maybe I can make an extra quick buck. I was one of those people who thought it was a lazy job when I came into it. I learned the truth, but I stuck out with it because I truly do enjoy it. So I stayed here because I enjoy doing it. And I learned how much hard work it is. And I put in the time and the sacrifice to help start building up stuff. Um, I'm trying my best here. I also I also decided that... Um, a thousand years inspired me if we're being perfectly honest i've seen her do oh, yes. the suicide she had suicide uh, prevention awareness in september she raised three thousand dollars in one night for suicide awareness um how, Another... wait, can, can i touch on that real quick real quick sorry yeah, to interrupt for it. It. yes do it so um with that she raised um what was it? you said like three thousand but also we did a limited edition shirt and with that as well That's right from the shirt sales alone, after we had to pay for it and everything else, we still raised like $400 off of that, off of t-shirts, right? And on top of that, to show you on like companies that are amazing, and I'm gonna plug, I'm not affiliated or sponsor, um, but Technosport actually reached out uh, to that community and was like, hey, we absolutely love what you're doing. And uh, they actually sent in stuff to help with the giveaways. Uh, for the donos and everything else. So I will absolutely say 100% that I love Technosport for everything that they did, and their chairs are also comfy. Um, I don't know, uh, Drama Queen, do you have a code with Technosport or anything, or does anybody else? No, okay. Uh, use well, code years. Yeah, use code years at checkout. I'm telling you, it's it, not only do you get a good gaming chair, but you actually are supporting a cause because every single chair color represents something else. Um, I, I just I just want to say that because right. I absolutely love Technochair. So oh, absolutely! Sport, I'm so. I'm loving. I got the desk and I'm loving the desk. It has a nice glass top. It's sturdy. It's solid. It's comfortable. It's pretty amazing. And Code Ears, thank you. Use Code Ears. Um, sorry. Um, again, like we we kind of went over on time, but that's fine. It's fine because we're having fun. Uh, we're gonna stream. do some quick uh yeah. quick questions, and then we're gonna do the streaming tip of the week and uh. Then, guys, like I said uh, in the chat, uh, I posted a section of a code in there. Um, think of it like an Easter egg hunt. The The rest of the code will be uh, on Twitter and Instagram and possibly even on our YouTube. Um, it is a giveaway for a gift card. Um, and it's just going to be the first one who grabs it. Um, but, yeah, we're, we're trying to expand this. We're going to have a lot of different streamers coming in. We're going to be covering a lot of different topics. Um Drama Queen is our uh, very first guest. Uh, I'm working on uh, a Twitch partner to come over. Um, I'm going to drag A1000 Years in here. Uh, if we can get seven, he's already uh, expressed some interest in here. So I, I think I think all around, just getting a lot of people's different perspectives on things, and we'll cover different questions um, or topics. But And right uh, now, I, I also just want to cut in real quick. I don't have my, my shout-out overlay on this, but I did drop... Uh, the drama queen's name in chat if you haven't followed her please do she is an excellent streamer with a wonderful community and she uh has a lovely singing voice that you'll get to enjoy with her southern little accent so give her a follow come hang out with her when you get a chance 
so the um, we'll, we'll go over the last couple questions here. Um, uh, host and guests uh, try to keep them short so we can um, not have YouTube and uh, Spotify and everything else punish us for going too long. I'm just kidding. We're awesome. Um, see, Silent uh, Kill again. Last question you said. Um, have you uh, ever, or if you've ever felt like you're peaking or have peaked in the past, what have you done to overcome that as a creator? What was the question one more time? Um, if you ever feel like you're peaking or have peaked in the past, what have you done to overcome that as a creator? So, Are you talking about like a plateau? Yeah, like if, like do you like if you feel like you've plateaued. Um, okay, so you mean like you've hit a peak and then you went back down? Got you. Yeah, um, that's what you feel like. Like you you personally feel like that you've peaked, like you've you had your hype or whatnot, and now you're kind of just there and maybe you're dropping. Like, how do you overcome it? What would you change? Definitely come up with new stuff. Um, definitely, it's not only providing new content for uh your community and uh your family basically it's uh coming up with new content for yourself things that are going to keep you alive and stream playing new games trying new things so definitely um playing the same game over and over and over is going to get boring 100 that's why i'm a variety streamer so it's always trying to keep the the life of the stream alive not only within your stream but within yourself because whenever you start to feel like a plateau and you're no longer peaking there are so many ways you can fix it um is i just got a random idea put in some work go ahead I, I just got a completely random idea that sounds whack it sounds fun so so what if what if you got your community to drop in like a dollar each person and then you had a a drawing for just a random game title that the community wants you to like everyone kind of pitches in they're like hey choose one of these titles and we'll do like a spinning wheel thing We'll give you the money to pick up that title and you'll do a playthrough with us. I don't know how it sounds. It's completely unscripted. Uh, yeah, right. Off the radar. But that's, I think that's, that's the part of being a content creator. Um, a content creator goes from being uh, on streaming or if you're doing YouTube or even if you're on TikTok, right? You have to provide new stuff. If you, if you do the same, like Drama said, if you do the same as that game or you do the same as that video, Day after day after day after day after day after day after day. See, it's already sounding boring, right? So you need to change it up. So um, I will say right now, there's a video of me floating out there and Twitter uh, social thing. Uh, I decided to play a horror game and I hate them. And Daddy Robot smacked the thing and I did a full-blown fan scream. And I think I almost passed out on the stream. Everybody got a kick out of it at my demise. Yeah. But, he a backflip out of his chair, like straight up, like. <laughs> right. So I mean, he's like switch it up. You know, maybe um, I will say, uh, Untitled Goose Game, a very phenomenal game, and everybody plays it differently. Um, and if you have the personality for, it, I mean, switch up your game, switch up, um, integrate stream loots properly, right? Make it interactive uh, with it. That's going to be the crowds, people to laugh, and so forth. The last question we have. Uh, let me go up there and find it is how do streamers stay healthy when they sit for long amounts of time and stare at a screen? Use a stream loots, uh, squat card. <laughs> <laughs> they have a card that makes the streamer squat 10 times. You just spam it over. 15. And over. It's 15. Drama 15. knows well. 
my drama, drama knows from experience. <laughs> That's how she stays in shape. <laughs> I gotta See, work off that pizza somehow. It's it's using stream loot properly. Um, I would say also time management, right? Because um, you, you like you still need to go out there and exercise, walk walk the block, and you so still need forth. proper Take sleep. time off, like with yeah. your schedule, have a day or two off. Don't stream all the time. Have a schedule. Like me, I stream at 8 p.m. Eastern time, and I have Wednesdays off. If I'm going to stream on a Wednesday, I'm going to take another That is just how it's going to have to be if you want to be able to stay mentally sane and healthy and everything. A lot of people are like, I really don't want to take the time off because I want to grind, 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 grind. But I'm like, you're just going to grind yourself to death. Like you well, have another to aspect of it death. too is you should also be focusing on other, other content, other places to post yeah. media. So, yeah. I mean, if you're spending eight hours a day on Mixer, what happens when you're not live? Hmm. Right. Um, and, and like I said, same thing, uh, sitting at the, you know, at your, at your setup for long periods of time. Um, get a good chair. I mean. Good chairs help. It does, because it's going to help with your, it's going to, it's going to help with uh, your back problems and all the other stuff. Um. Also, if you're doing graphics and so forth, um, uh, Dibs is wearing a pair of blue light filtering glasses. I don't know. I'm not sure the brand. Oh, yeah. Um, this is uh, Gunner Gunners. They're right? the Enigma. Um, yeah. So uh, some people are more sensitive to it. Uh, some people aren't. I actually uh, have a pair myself for whenever I'm sitting staring because it will affect your... Um, your eyesight. Now, the other thing that you can do uh, if your monitors have it is to turn on the blue light filtering on there. Yep. So, uh, Drama Queen asked me a question earlier. Um, she asked me what what made me want to start streaming. I was bored. <laughs> um, I, I actually no. For me, it was actually to bad Merc origin stories. Yes, I actually wanted to uh, network a little bit, and I to uh, to be completely honest, um, the very first thing that I started, uh, it was a group called the Arcadians, because um, we was just wanting to do a kind of like play a lot of games together and so forth. But I seen that there was one problem that was not being solved. There was like thousands upon thousands of YouTube videos. Um, but, and, and I'm failing to do it on this one, but what we were doing was we were actually going into streams as the viewer and trying to help the streamer out saying, hey, um, mic audio, game audio, um, doing all that stuff. So everything sounded really good. Try to help Which with is their... something we would totally be open to doing in the future, possibly too. Absolutely. Either. Whatever we, platform, and... YouTube, Twitch, Mixer, we can come in and take a look at your stream. Um, I mean, I mod for partnered streamers and bad merc works with partnered streamers uh so we know quality we know how to fix things Dra IT queen, drama queen may or may not have been able to uh reach out to us and be like hey <laughs> so right um but that's you not know that's once, kind of not twice but three times uh, right. less than so and then you know um the one thing that i would say is even if you don't want to have someone come in there and in quote critique what you're doing Watch your VODs, listen to it, and if you can't stand Always. listening to it, then no one else can either. So Right. If, if you can't if you can't stand watching yourself, why do you think someone else is gonna sit there and, and watch you? 
Right. Um, so that's that's the reason why I started streaming, and then I just started networking. Uh, I, I like doing graphics. All the graphics you see here uh, on the stream and so forth I've done. Um, Self-plug, NPC Limited. Uh, there's I've done 99% of those graphics over there. Um, Which I, we will be putting our YouTube do. link. We're going to be putting the NPC link in the YouTube videos as well. Because um, it is one of Bad Merc's is one of bad mercs things and he we're we're streamerology together and so we want to support that as well i did want to finish up real quick that um very nights like i wanted money quote of 2019 by death no so let me finish that i was inspired by a thousand years in september when she did the suicide awareness raised over three thousand dollars sold over i don't know how many shirts but we raised four hundred dollars just off t-shirts alone i bought one myself um that inspired i mean she's done a couple charity streams uh at this point and it's inspired me to want to become a non-profit streamer so that's my goals those are my goals those are my stream dreams it's important to have your own stream dreams and try to figure out your own goals and uh create create a path for yourself so to speak so uh, i just wanted to point that out is we i i am working towards a non-profit streamer the community chooses what nonprofit that they want to support for a month set the goals and then we rock and roll from there Right. So, um, to kind of uh, start kind of closing this out and everybody, sorry, uh, we can't answer all the questions, um, cause we've, uh, went way over time, but that's fine. Yeah. Um, it's our uh, first, first, first episode uh, is always going to be a little rough, but we're, um, like I said, Mondays, it looks like Mondays, 4 PM mountain time is where we're going to be, uh, hosting the show. Um, some days you will see just, uh, dibs and myself talking about different topics that's happened during the week. Um, and then if we get the uh, guest, we will announce if we have a guest on our uh, social media on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, you can also watch the VODs over on YouTube, Streamerology. It is everywhere. Streamerology, type it in. You'll find us. Um, if you guys can help us with the YouTube and go there, subscribe. Uh, we do need 100 followers so we can actually get YouTube.com backslash Streamerology. Um, <laughs> right. But so to, to cover this, um, on the marketing side, Streamer streamer tip of the week listen up because it is very very important right now twitch nor mixer d live nobody has a discoverability so one thing that you can do is using your your social networks your twitter and instagram instagram do your post do your stories make it engaging make it fun don't do the same thing over and over because people want to be able to find it. And with that, you're going to use your hashtags. With Instagram, I'm going to say anywhere between five to um, I'm going to say five to twelve hashtags, but don't use the hashtags that have a million hits on there. So if you were to say use hashtag streamer that has I think three million hits on there, but hashtag mixer streamer or hashtag streamer twitch only has 5,000 hits, you're going to be able to be discovered on there more. Also, with Instagram's algorithm, they want you to be engaging. So if someone comments on there and you want to reply back to them as soon as possible, that will also cause you to be higher up on the feed, right? Um, use the stories properly. And also, if you are doing um, clips for a partner or you're using uh, any of the other clipping services, Use that on the uh, story or uh, Instagram TV. And then with Twitter, go in there and engage with different people. Um, make a post on there. 
but engage with different people, talk to them, show, show them that, you know, who you are, your personality, what you represent. People are going to be attracted to, you know, their different personalities. So um, also, when you go live, and years will preach this uh, left and right, when you go live, probably about five to 10 minutes before you go live, make a post saying, hey, uh, we're going live, this is what we're doing. Um, and then uh, add a gift to it. Uh, because from the marketing aspect, your eyes are automatically attracted to movement. That, I mean, no matter what you do, eyes are attracted to movement. That's the reason why we started moving to our movement displays on the billboards. That's the reason why you guys are seeing those, because if you look at a billboard, um, you don't remember the ones that are just plastered there. What you do remember are the ones that are moving are the ones that are maybe upside down. Those are all marketing tricks. So use your hashtags properly. Use uh, Twitter to network and talk to people. Make a post of when you go live uh, with the time zone, which is very important, and then mm -hmm. what you're doing with a GIF. All that stuff there will help you be discovered a little bit better. Um, I will say uh, on Twitter, I will post up the link uh, of the hashtag creator um, system that I've used and I've helped a lot of other people use. And then also on our YouTube video, we'll do that. Um, with that guys, we um, this first episode that we've did with Streamerology with our special guest, Drama Queen, um, our other host, Dibs. Drama Queen, any uh, closing thoughts or uh, statements, questions, and then we'll end out. No, um, just if anybody in chat is a streamer up and coming or anything like that, feel free to message any three of us. Um, we would love That's to right. network with you and get to know you and help you grow as a streamer on the platform. 100%. Absolutely. Um, Guys, we we don't have a Discord yet. Um, that's that's uh, my fault. That's Mark's fault. Um, I will post that up on uh, on Twitter. Uh, the link uh, that should be up within like five minutes as soon as you get done uh, with this. But guys, um, a year's with the, <laughs> with the host right when we're closing out. <laughs> um, but guys, uh, like I said, we will be on here at uh, Mondays, uh, four p.m. Mountain Time. Um, Follow our twi uh, Twitter and Instagram. We'll tell you guys what topics we're going to cover and if we have a special guest. And, guys, I'll tell you this as well. If you have anybody that um, you think uh, would be a good guest on here, hit us up. Have them reach out Let to us. us. We'll reach out to them. Um, we're, we, I've got a lot of people in mind that I want to do. We're going to be going across uh, multiple platforms. Um, but it's just a way to kind of teach We'll have our people reach out want. to their people. And then once their people reach out back to our people, our people will talk to us and we'll get them on the stream. <laughs> so, um, guys, thank you all for coming in here and asking the questions. And I and want to uh, give a big round of applause for the drama queen for being yes. our first victim. I mean, uh, first guest on Streamerology. I give a round of applause. She has been a partner streamer once again since April 2019. And she is live every day except Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Please give her a follow. Tune in when you can. Show that love. All right, guys, thank you for joining us. We will see you next Monday, 4 p.m. Mountain Time.